from DFW, it's The Noe Show, starring Noe Ramirez. Here's your host, Noe Ramirez. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Noe. I hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday, wonderful day. It's half the week or you're half in the week, so you're halfway out, too. So, you know, applaud for that. (laughs) We're also about halfway through the year, this terrible, terrible year that we've been dealt with. Um, I'm already looking forward to next year. Unfortunately, I don't think I've ever been this ready for the next year before. I think I've always felt that way maybe towards the end of the year. Maybe around October was probably the like earliest, but I've never felt that way this early in the year. I've actually felt that way months prior, but we'll make the best out of what we have. So, so yeah, so today... Today's topic is going to be very general. There's not really a solid topic behind it. I'm not going to really talk about anything uh, specifically. I, I'm just going to flow with whatever comes to mind and also what has been uh, happening over the past couple of weeks or so, what I've you know, been going through, anything really that just comes to mind, I will be discussing and or bringing up, and that's really it. Not really a whole lot to it. Next week, I will be having a special guest coming on with me, so stay tuned for that episode. Um, But for right now, let's just get into this. Let's have fun with it and and just sit back, enjoy, pop open some popcorn. I don't know what you pop open. Um, I don't know. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy. So, like I was saying, we're halfway through the year pretty much, and from what it's looking like, this is as good as it's going to get. For those of you that that are not in the United States. I mean, look at you. Right now, this this country seems like it's going down the toilet very, very fast. Uh, and I say that because of just how we're dealing with this coronavirus and just how the country has dealt with it, and not just the coronavirus, but other you know factors that fall, come into play, but mainly that right now. The coronavirus, uh, obviously... You know, there have been the protests about police brutality and all of that, that um, serious justice reform and all of that stuff. So the United States has just been a crappy, crappy headline for this entire year, pretty much. But specifically the coronavirus, I mean, me, I'm, I'm here from Texas, DFW area to be specific. If you don't know what that means, hey, look it up. You're welcome. Um. So here specifically, man, you really, you're, you, you're almost like kind of, I wouldn't say scared, but you're, you're very hesitant and nervous as to, you know, where you go and who you meet up with and who you're talking to. I'm someone who cannot avoid going out. You know, obviously I have a family to take care of, um, as, as a lot of people do, but I have a, a family to take care of. I am the sole... Um, at least for right now, I am the one who brings in most of the income 
into the households. And so I'm the one that needs to provide for them. So I need to be out and about to make sure that I can do that, which requires me to be out and involved in different jobs, that it requires me to meet and talk to a lot of people. Of course, you got, you know, I take my precautionary, whatever that may be, um, wearing a mask, keeping my distance, not talking to as many people if I don't need to, and, and you know, all that, that stuff, just being precautious and doing the right necessary steps. Um, when I get home, taking a shower right away before I do anything else as to not try to contaminate or infect anything around the house. Obviously, my son is here in the house, my, my girlfriend, and so I would do, I'm trying to cause as, as minimal risk as I can to them when it comes to, you know, if I was to catch it or something. God forbid. But like I said, there's nothing, there's very little that I can do when you, when I have to go out there and, and work, you know what I mean? And a lot of people are like that. They can't do a whole lot and it's not, it's not their fault. It's just, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And unfortunately, like I said, you, you feel scared and, and I wouldn't even just say scared. Like it's not, it's not scary but it is at the same time. It's not as scary that that you are like scared consistently or constantly. But it's more of that kind of like in the back of your head kind of fear. Hey, if this person even shows any symptoms or any signs of feeling sick or being sick and you're close to them, you automatically get this weird feeling within yourself. At least I do. That now you don't know what, you know, they might have the virus and you're next to them. And, and your, your fear is that you might take it home with you. That That's honestly my biggest fear, right? Obviously, I care about my health, and I care about, you know, staying healthy and, and all of that, um, not just for myself, but for my family. But more than anything, I do not want to bring it home, the virus. I do not want to in, in contaminate the people here that I love. I would rather keep it to myself if possible, and if I was to get it, keep it to myself and just, Stay away from them and and let it go away. Um, but like I said, the way it's looking, the country is pretty much shut down. I mean, if it's not shut down already, it's going to shut down because it just does not see. You don't see any positivity in the news. You don't see any positivity in the reports. Anything coming out as far as the virus, you don't see anything positive in the United States at least. You don't see anything positive. So the more than likely situation that's going to happen is. The country will end up closing again, shutting down. It has to, which, in my opinion, should have never opened up prematurely the way it did. I understand we started to see some positive results, uh, decrease in cases, and it was starting to show a decline. But just because you see a decline does not mean or or um, urge you to warrant you to go ahead and reopen the country or, or state or whatever you did, uh, whoever did what. It, it instead should just let you know what you're doing is working and you should continue to do it until you can see there is zero to little risk left if you were to open up, right? But I get it. I get it. You know what? We all want to go out. We want to live our lives just because, you know, I, I understand we should not let something like this stop us from living our lives. I mean, the world continues to revolve. Everything is going to continue to move on. So we cannot let this stop us or hold us back from living our lives. But at the same time, we need to understand 
that when we need to do something, like let's say shut the country down for a few months, we need to understand that we are privileged enough to be able to do that and, and be okay. Now, there was a lot of errors that I feel were to, took place. Um, a lot of things that weren't done right. There were inconsistencies in how the, the, how the system was put out for shutting down the country and, and say, trying to control the virus. The biggest to me was the fact that you wanted people to stay at home, but you weren't stopping um, rent. You weren't stopping payments, uh, utility bills, car notes. You weren't putting a stop to any of that. So you wanted people to stay at home, but you didn't want to stop that. So that doesn't really, I don't understand how that works. I don't understand the mindset behind that. How is it that you want people to stay at home for minimal risk, but somehow that continues to move forward. How can someone pay their bills if they're not working? So in in one way, so it came off like this. Hey, I don't I don't want you to work. I don't want you to work, but you gotta pay me my uh, my money I, uh, you owe me. So you know you figure it out. I don't want you to work. I don't want you to work. You know I'm looking out for you, but you still owe me my money. So you know, you know figure that out. So you, you really left with no option. You had to do what you got to do. you know. So the, the government tries to play it out, paint it out like they care about us or they care about you. In reality, they don't. They just, they're, they're trying to, you know, portray themselves as that caring, whatever it is, caring parent or whatever. But in reality, they don't because they, they continue to push or let, let it flow that all the rent and all the bills and all that, they don't put a hold on that. They would put a hold, if they really cared, they really cared, hey, we're going to put a hold on everything. Look, I don't understand the economy or how that works. I'm not, you know, big behind that or anything like that. So maybe what I'm saying is stupid. Maybe what I'm saying wouldn't make sense or what. But to me, logically, just looking at it from a personal person standpoint, regular human being down here, it, it looks like, hey, let's just shut everything down and control the virus. Let's uh, one, two, three months. Right, let's do a three month max. How about that? Three months. Well, what was it? March. Let's say we didn't get it to until the end of March. March, March, April, May, June. Let's say we just to be safe, we did it all the way to June. Right, started halfway through March maybe, and did it all the way to June just to be safe. We're already at the end of June. Let me tell you, just so you can understand this, there has not been anything significant wise. Um. Besides the protest, of course, but significantly, significant wise, that has been done in the past few months that needed to be that needed the uh, the country to be open. Nothing. So there was really no reason why we couldn't have done that. Again, now I don't understand the economics behind it. What would it what it would have done to the country or so? But to me, it just makes logical sense that, hey, we shut everything down right now. Of course, people got to go to the grocery store and, and get necessities and what whatnot. There, there, there could have been, again, a system in place. Hey, we can only have 10 people at a time in a store, depending on the size of the store, whatever the cap- capacity is, 50 people. You got to wear masks and gloves in order to come into the store. And we'll provide them. The store should be could provide them, right? Dispose of them as you walk out of the store. 
Simple as that. Go back home. That's it. Look, it doesn't matter if you're bored at home. It doesn't matter that you, you're going to go crazy. Figure it out. I mean, there's people, you know, who go their entire life growing up on a farm and all they do is staying home. Right? So it's it's a mental thing to really start to feel crazy that you're stuck inside. Like, get over it. Right? There's plenty of things to do inside. Order something online. Uh, if the delivery systems were still in place, order something to keep you busy. That'll take three months. Order a couple puzzles. Do a coloring book. Do a whole coloring book. I don't know. Something stupid. Think of a hobby. Think of the future. Write down your goals, your plans. Write out a list of whatever whatever it is that you want to do to maintain you busy mentally. Whatever it is. It's a mental, a mental, mental block in your head. That's making you think that you need to do something. I mean, like all the people that went to, I don't know where they went to, but they were protesting about how they need to reopen the bars. Like, what the fuck do these people think? Why do they need to reopen the bars? I understand if you're, it's your business and whatnot, and I understand if you work there. But other than that, why the fuck would you need to open up the bars to socialize? You motherfuckers did not understand that you... Need to be wearing a mask. That you need to be out here being precautious regardless if we're open. Now, that's that, again, to me, I feel like falls under the state, too. Like, you should have enforced that. Enforced people to wear masks. Hey, uh, we're reopening, but you're still required to wear a mask in public. I don't care what you say. If, if, it, if it bothers you, if it bothers you to wear a mask, hey, don't come outside. Stay in your home. Simple as that. Simple as that. It's not interfering with your your freedom. Hey, you feel free to do whatever you want to do. You want to come into our store? You've got to wear a mask. That's our freedom too. Just like this lady that I saw freaking out, making a big scene over the fact that she could not go into the store, grocery store, because she was she wasn't wearing a mask, and she felt it was her freedom and her right to not wear a mask i mean what the fuck she kept saying how she had a breathing problem but she was yelling on at the top of her lungs to in my opinion so she seemed perfectly fine people like this are the people that are ruining it for the entire country get over your privileged 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 self and understand the severity of what we're going through right now there are people dying whether it's not affecting you whether you think you're going to be okay whether you don't care if you don't care then man Honestly, fuck you. Straight up, fuck you. There's nothing else I can say to you. Fuck you. Because, honestly, you have no no humanity inside you. Like, how could you not care to know that, hey, you, there's a possibility that which, if you were to grab it, the virus or whatever, and, and spread it to other people, someone could end up dying. In a way, you would become a murderer because you... Being careless just went and infected somebody else, right? People ruined it for not putting on a mask, for just being so fucking stupid. Like, how hard is it for you to understand what's going on right now? It's not a joke. You see the whole world shut down. You see everything is as a stopping point. What makes your world so different? What makes you so better than everyone else around you? You see everybody wearing a mask. What makes you so much better than those people? That makes you feel entitled that you don't have to wear a mask. Those people are the people that fucking urge me. Or not urge me. Irk me. Because god damn. What, what, what does it take so much? 
Why is it so much to wear a mask? I understand it's hard to breathe in. I understand it's not the easiest thing in the world. I get it. But hey, if it's if you don't want to do it, go home. There's people who have gone through way worse and lived. And you're complaining about a little simple mask. Now, I've, I've read and I've heard people who have serious breathing problems say, while it is hard to breathe and they can manage it. So what is it these people that can talk and breathe simply fine without the mask that I, I can see that is making them say that it's it's causing them to not be able to breathe right to wear a mask. It's it's kind of um interfering with their their whatever breathe their their ability to breathe, whatever you want to call it, whatever they're saying. Like, dog, honestly for you, the people that are saying they got a breathing problem, they don't want to wear a mask, but they can yell and and scream at the top of their lungs. This is what I got to say to you. You're a lying sack of crap. You're a lying sack of crap. You're a lying, scheming, stinking, nasty sack of liquid crap. That's what I got to say to you. Because honestly, if you have a breathing problem, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't even be out and about like you are. You wouldn't be screaming like you are. And you wouldn't be talking like how you are. So please go home and shut the fuck up. Okay? If you don't if you don't want to wear a mask, just stay home and order off of whatever them... You know, now you can go to the store and just pick up, right? You could just pull up to the spot and and pick up whatever you ordered online, and they'll bring it to your car. You don't got to wear a mask. Don't infect everybody else. Don't be careless about everybody else just because you don't want to accept the fact of what's going on. And that's just it, okay? That's just it. And I didn't want to rant on, but honestly, these motherfuckers are just so annoying and irritating, like, understand what's going on. And if you can't understand that, you can't get that through your 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 head, then honestly, I hope you're the first ones to get infected. I hope you are and you understand. Then you understand how severe it is and you understand just how terrible it is. But by that point, it'll been too late. It'll, and by that point, it'll definitely be um, affecting you to wear a mask. Because, God, if you, were, if you were crying before when you weren't going through it, I can only imagine how you'll be crying after uh, when you're going through it. God, you will be crying. So, but anyways, that's not the only stuff that's going on in the world. I mean, that's the major stuff. But, you know, let's get past that. Obviously, we can kind of put in our heads that the summer is pretty much over. You know, this isn't going to work out the with the virus, you know, everything's shutting down, which is fine. You know, we need to understand that if this is the worst it's going to get, right, if this is the worst that we just need to be careful and, and not go outside as much and just be wearing a mask, then I think we'll be okay. It could be way worse, in my opinion. I think, you know, meteors could be flying off the sky, in the, through the sky, floods, earthquakes, shit that we can really not control. You got to understand that stuff that we cannot control. This is something that we can't necessarily control no matter how much we try to, right? We can somehow, some some way kind of control it but not really because the virus is so like is 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 invisible pretty much we can't see it and we can't really control who really wears a mask and who upholds it and you know all that so but this is the closest we're going to get to be able to control a disaster of this this size imagine earthquakes volcanoes meteors whatever floods shit that we cannot do anything about it happens there's no preventing it we can do whatever we want. We can say whatever we want, but there's no preventing that when that happens. So 
we need to appreciate and understand that if this is the worst it's going to get, the fact that you got to stay home, watching TV, being with your family, whatever, doing some extra stuff around the house, hobbies, if this is the worst going to get, wearing masks, I would like to think and say that we're pretty blessed. And you, and you can say whatever you want. You can say, not really. I don't see it that way. And if you do, man, honestly, you're just entitled, spoiled. And I, I feel bad for you when something truly terrible happens. I don't even know how you're going to react. But, um, but yeah. Um, what else? I mean, besides the virus, I mean, there's, you know, there's other stuff going on in the world. I don't know if you recently, you know, heard about the the girl that got murdered at that um, military base here in Houston, I believe. I could be wrong about that, but her name was Vanessa. I don't I don't want to butcher her name, nor do I want to get the the facts wrong. I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick. Um, but this this girl was. Missing right off of a base. I think it was a military base. It was a military base. I'm just not sure what it was. If it was the, the um, army or what. But anyway, she was missing off the military base, and her family were cons- was concerned and looking for her and wanting some answers. Uh, well, yesterday they finally they finally found her body. I believe dead in a river somewhere. Um, I can't remember if it was. Uh, Buried, I think it was buried. It was a shallow grave or something. It might not even have been in a pool, uh, pond or anything, or river. I mean, it might have just been a shallow grave. But it, it Vanessa Golan, I, I think that's how you say her last name. But anyways, my heart goes out to Vanessa's family and and to her. Uh, she looks like a kind, sweet girl that you know, just trying to fight for for what she believed in in her country. And my my heart goes out to her family. I know they're they're probably going through it. They've probably been going through it for you know ever since she went missing. But uh, now that they've pretty much found out what happened to her, you know, before this they probably still had some hope that maybe she was out there. But now it's it's certain that she's you know she's gone. So my heart goes out to to her to her family. I hope they find peace and and I pray for their their well being and their you know that they can cope with this. It's got to be hard. I can't imagine it, but, you know, unfortunately it happened. So I believe they finally found out the reason she she died. She had died. Um, she had died, I think, by someone who was sexually harassing her at the military base. And the guy ended up actually killing himself. Uh, he shot himself, I believe. Which, to me, kind of sucks because... You know, you then it's not you're not bringing justice to that guy. The guy will never really feel the pain that he brought onto not only Vanessa but her family. And you know, a coward, a coward to not deal with his own demons. Instead, took the easy route out. And I don't know. I don't care what you say. Whether you say it's not. I know it's not easy to kill yourself. I know it's not easy to take your life. But to him, it was easier to do that than to face his own demons, face his own, face Vanessa's family, face his own justice. So he's a coward. 
He took the easy way out in his eyes. I, I just want you to understand that. And, and it really opened up a lot of eyes. I mean, me personally, I've never really, you know, thought about sexual harassment within military bases or anything. I've always wondered, you know, how that works, women and men and, you know, and, and together in that kind of kind of situation. But I've never once questioned it or, and like, heard anything about it in that way. So that's why I just never thought about it, I guess. But now that the light has came out like this, it really makes me think and... and you know, wonder how many situations occur where a woman or a man is being sexually harassed. And, you know, in military, I, I feel like they're, you know, taught to respect the hiring commands and not speak back and do whatever they say. So I, I really wonder how many more cases it would be, there, there would actually be if people spoke up and, you know, Or maybe they have spoke up. Maybe there are situations already. I just haven't heard of it. I mean, I just feel like this was such a severe and, and high case, the fact that she was missing and ends, ends up found dead. Um, I, I give huge props to the family, too, that they came out and they did. They, they, they you know, stayed diligent and they, they continued to push for her to be found and her case to be heard. And, and you know, I, again, my heart goes out to them and I hope they find peace and I hope you know, I just pray for them. You know, to kind of get off topic, even though I haven't really been on topic, but to kind of like jump out of the space of, of life right now, um, something that I've been focusing on, something that I've been kind of thinking about is the future, future setup for my podcast. Um, Figure why not talk about it since I am on the show. This is what this is about. So I've been thinking about the future layout of my office, right, of my podcast. Because, I mean, right now I've got it coming straight out of my garage. So it's not like it's a huge, you know, perfect setup that I would personally love. Obviously, I'm not complaining because I started, you know, just recording in my room. But to get to this point, I mean, I'm, I feel great. This is such a better spot in space than I was prior. But thinking for the future, what I would want to do, uh, I was laying it out. And, you know, I'm thinking of, like, having this huge... I'm going to just describe it, right? Why not? Fuck it. I'm having... Okay, so it's going to be this huge layout, right? Just think of a huge square to start off with, right? So uh, I don't know if you're aware... Or if you can think of, like, when you're driving down, like, an old main street, right? Like, you know, those main roads that were there from the beginning in every city. When you drive down those streets, you're like, man, this is where it all started. Because you see the, the buildings, and they're old and what, whatnot. So I'm thinking of having, like, one building, right? Not, not, not an entire building, but, like, a space. I don't know how you would call it, but a space, right? So it's going to be, like, a huge, long rectangle, right? Uh, semi-long, right? Okay, so obviously at the front, it's gonna be it's gonna be double doors to get in, right? And it's gonna have like that old style, like brick, with my my logo at the top. Now I would try to, I think I would try to get illuminated, obviously, so it could pop up at night or whatnot. But if not, I don't know. I'd have to figure that out. But anyways, so you walk in through the double doors, 
and you come to the front desk. And this desk, I'm going to, you know, make it luxurious, make it long desk, right? So I want it to be long. Um, when, when you walk in, I want it to be have plenty of room. But when you walk in, all I want you to see is the desk and the wall behind it. There's not going to be anything else. So what I want to do is include two hidden doors that, like, blend into the wall. So these two hidden doors are going to blend into the wall. You're not going to see. You're just going to see the wall. But behind the doors, there's going to be the huge area that you can come. When I have guests over, when I have people come over, they can relax in this area. It's going to be like a living room type of thing. Uh, kind of like before you get into the actual studio and office and all whatnot, it's going to be like the entryway, the welcome, welcoming area, I guess. It's going to have couches. I'm thinking of maybe putting some kind of like either a pool table, foosball table, ping pong table. I don't know. Some kind of table, right? Having games, stuff that you could just literally, if you were to come over, just literally chill in that area, right? And do whatever. Relax, have fun, whatever it is. Then, going from that area down a little hallway, I'm going to have two rooms on the left, one room on the right, and then the restroom on the right, too. So, first door on the right is going to be the thinking room. So, obviously, when I do these shows, you know, most of the time, I try to come up with a topic and, you know, kind of go off of the topic. Now, sometimes I can sit on the topic and, you know, Kind of go into depth. I write down notes on, on what I want to speak on specifically and kind of have talking points. And then sometimes I just come in, like today, have a random. I mean, obviously, today it was kind of all over the place. But typically, just have a topic and I just start talking about the topic, whatever comes to mind. That's the whole point of the show is to literally think whatever you're thinking of, speak it, right? Obviously. But so the room would be that. Literally go in there and think brainstorming room in a way. But I don't want it to just be any regular brainstorm room. I want this room to radiate creativity. I want it to, you know, the walls to be some cool type of uh, wallpaper or t- uh, cool color. The carpet, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure yet. I'm not sure if I want to do grass carpet. Uh, right now, I have grass carpet in my little section here in the garage where I'm recording. I'm not sure if I want to have grass carpet throughout the entire area or just in the rooms. I'm not 100% sure. And and if I do it just in the area, I wouldn't want to do it in the rooms. But if I do it just in the rooms, I wouldn't want to do it in the area. You know what I mean? Because I don't want it to just kind of like seem like a big... I, I just feel like grass would be too much then. But anyways, so this area, this room, the uh, brainstorming room would literally be a room where guests, myself, and anybody else could will go in there and just brainstorm ideas, whether it may be. And that room, to me, will be a welcome room for creativity, right? So even if you're not coming on to my show or you're not there for the podcast, I would welcome my friends and anybody who I'm close to. Hey, hey if you need a, a spot to think about and just come up with some ideas, go ahead and go in there and knock it out. And, and that's pretty much what it would be. Then from down, staying on the right side, down the hallway, uh, will be the restroom, right? So obviously I need to have a restroom there for whatever reason. Um, On the left side, going into that first door on the left is going to be the studio. Now there's where I'm going to have soundproof walls and all that. 
my table, recording equipment and all that, that's where I'm going to have the recording studio. So that is going to be the, the room that everything goes down in. And the final room down from that on the left side will be my personal office. So this is, originally I wasn't going to put this, I didn't think about this, but as I started thinking, I needed to have my own personal space where I could keep my own personal things right. I was originally thinking of the brainstorming room as that room, but once I started thinking about how I would have people come over and, you know, do whatever, I didn't think that was such a good idea. So I decided, why not just make my own office where I could literally store and keep all my own personal things in there, let's say my you know, uh, what's it called, my hard drive or anything, specific props, equipment that maybe I just need to make sure no one else can get to, like just keep it in there and at the same time have my own personal office that I could escape to. Oh, and one other thing before I forget, in the room, in the studio, right, I'm going to have two big screens, right? So I don't want to have any real windows in this room because um, I don't want people to be able to see in. So what I was thinking instead is, because I still want to have that kind of feeling, I was going to put up two big screens, right, in the in the studio. One on one wall and one on the other wall. Um, two walls, that's all you need to know. Two walls, right? So two big screens and then obviously put kind of some kind of trim around the screens to make it look like a window. And on the screens have some kind of image as far as like outside, right? To give it this feeling that we are going looking through a window. And that way, even though I don't have windows, it'll give it that feeling. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be nice. So that's my idea for that. And then also I forgot to mention, at the front, when you first walk in on that wall behind the desk, there will be a huge screen that'll just be showing nothing but stuff about the show, about the podcast, recent guests that I've had on, recent episodes, maybe stuff that we've done with the show. So when you walk in, that is literally all you will see. And obviously, you know, once you're actually going to go into the show or whatever, then you can go through the secret doors or whatever. And finally, at the end of the hallway, there's going to be a, uh, a door to go outside, right? Obviously, because we need to have an exit in case, you know, we can't go to the front. We need to have another exit. So that is going to be the layout that I have envisioned for my future podcast setup. Hopefully, one day that can come to life. And that is the the goal. You know, I don't want a huge office. I don't want a huge uh, setup. That to me, to me, it's not too big. It sounds big when you really think about it, and it sounds huge compared to you know, especially what we're doing. And most people just do it out of their own, you know, out of a room. But to me, I just feel like that would be the dream setup to be able to really have my own space and really pull as much as I could out of my creativity, especially for the show. And pull as much as I could from the show. So that is the dream setup. That is the dream future goal to have. I don't know if you really understood, could really picture it and envision it. You know, I'm not that good with kind of like details and, and really kind of trying to paint a picture in people's heads. But when it comes to life, you can come back to this episode and kind of listen to me describe it as you look at my space and see if it matches up. May have changed it, so maybe not. But, but yeah, I just want to let y'all know, since I've been thinking and working on that, uh, you know, with the future for this show. Um, like I mentioned, I've got another special guest coming on next week. For the future uh, episodes, 
I will be trying to have more guests on, like I've said before. And I've also thought about getting this. I've thought about getting conversation starters or or questions, right? So uh, I'll see how this works out. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't. But I want to get like uh, some kind of cards where I could pull at random and it'll have different topics. I think that would be kind of cool and kind of fun to do. You know, to do, you know, on days where I'm not really necessarily having topics off of my head, uh, like today, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to, uh, there wasn't something that I personally wanted to connect with. I just wanted to come on here and talk to you and, and really just connect to you personally. Um, you know, maybe there'll be days where I could pull from that stack, whatever it may be, give me a random topic and I could go off on the topic. I think that would be fun. And I think that it'd be real helpful for the show. It'll be helpful for me to be able to just not worry about having to come up with a topic and instead just focus on whatever the topic is and go off of that. I think it'll be cool. I, I was a little hesitant at first because I was like, mm, that sounds kind of lame and uncreative and unoriginal. But when I really started to think about it, I I feel like it would be cool and fun and it would really, really help out the show. So that is something I'm going to look into. So hopefully, if if I do get it, you know, least I'll have way more out of the out of the world topics coming on, where I can go in depth. Uh, I'm always thinking of different stuff, so it's not so much that I don't have the ideas. It's just at the moment when the time comes, unless I write it down, I typically won't think about it, you know, because my mind's going 200 miles an hour. So I'll probably jump onto something else and forget about it. Or if I do write it down, that is just, you know, as long as I still feel passionate about it, then that'll be a lucky episode. But, you know, 10 times out of 9, or 10 times out of 20, I don't know, half, I'll end up forgetting or the topic that I wrote down, I end up not being passionate about it at the moment. So I typically don't want to talk about it. If I'm not passionate about it, I don't want to talk about it because then it's just going to sound dull. And I've had many episodes like that which to me drains me of my energy the more I go on about it and just comes off so dry and and just, eh, I don't like it. So that is something that I'm considering doing and something that I probably will do to really spice up the uh, episodes and really kind of bring out myself, my personality in these episodes because that's the whole point. I want to be able to bring myself to you and expose myself to you, not to sound like that, but... You know what I mean. I want to. I want you to see what this show is about. The whole point of this show is to be free thinking and and show not be scared to show who you are and and what you think. Right. Obviously, you know. With I'm not even gonna go with the what's it called the little warnings or whatever because if you're listening, you should know by now. But but yeah, that is the goal for my future. That. Um, podcast setup and also coming up with uh maybe getting that little deck and just you know doing random topics and seeing how that goes maybe do that you know once once a month or so another thing that's coming to the show soon i have been thinking about it for a while now and i've decided i finally decided within myself that i think i'm gonna go through i'm gonna go through with it i am going to be recording my episodes not just audio recording, but like actual video recording. So once I figure it out exactly how I'm going to do it, I'm going to set up a camera within 
in my setup to where it'll capture me doing these shows, right? And then I can then upload them to YouTube or, or wherever, YouTube more than likely. And that way people have a visual to go off of as well. Whether you watch the visual or not, you know, you can always just listen to the podcast. But I want to give that also, that experience also to y'all. And so y'all can enjoy that as well. Now, there's not a whole lot I do, but maybe sometimes when you're watching these, maybe, or listening to these, maybe you wonder what's going on. How was my facial expression? How was my guest handling that topic? How did they look when they said that? You know, just give you an extra sense, not just hearing, but seeing too. And most of the times you may not have time to, to actually, see it, actually see it, but that's okay. You know, that's just there. It's just going to be there for you if you would uh, like to. So that will be coming in the future. Uh, I can't talk. That'll be coming in the future. I'll, you know, once I figure out how I'm going to do it, how I'm going to set it up, I want to do it like where it almost comes off as like a TV show. I mean, to me, this is like literally like my passion. So I want to make this as close to my dream as possible. And so I want to make it look like it's a TV show kind of set up, right? Um, so when it's recording, I feel like I'm on live on on TV and all that. And also for my guests, like I just want to give that experience. So when I feel it here, it can then translate into the actual visual and you can feel it in you too. Again, did I make, mean to make it sound like that? But anyway, so I need, I need to get some more equipment for that. And I have already, I already have it in my mind what it is I need to get. Now it's just a matter of being patient and being able to get it when the time is right and when things, you know, when the opportunities present themselves. But yeah, so again, guys, I appreciate y'all for listening. Today was really just uh, me talking to y'all. You know, I, I enjoy these moments. I enjoy the moments where I can come and just talk on here and, and just kind of give you little rants, give you little talks about different subjects. And, and, and that's really what it was. It was just a nice little talk between you and me, uh, Wednesday talk. You know, I used to have something like these called Open Thoughts. Uh, I believe I had like two of them, two or three, where I just literally came on here and literally just talked about what was on my mind, what I saw, what I was thinking, you know, no real, no real consistency, no real direction. Uh, even though some of my episodes are like that regardless, but this one is just so much more blunt, open, because I'm literally within myself understanding there is no direction in this and I will say and do whatever because there's nothing I have to follow as opposed to a topic, you know, even though some, the topics will be all over the place, I typically in my head understand that I have to stick on the topic and stay close to that. No matter how up and down I go, I try to stay as close to the topic as I can as opposed to this. I'm literally going up and down sideways to the back two steps up, you know, like literally there's no direction and, and I feel free and comfortable to do that because that is what it is. It's just a talk between us. So, you know, these are hit and miss for me. Sometimes I feel very fluid and, and vibrant and, and just like I could just talk and just, you know, especially if I feel like I can hit topics back to back, um, like small topics, like stuff that I could just, you know, talk for a little bit on. If I could hit them back to back as opposed to just saying something and then just be like, uh, and trying to think of something else. I feel like those are the better episodes as opposed to the ones where I'm just like 
struggling trying to figure out what to say or, or what to come up with. Those are the ones that make me that make me feel drained inside the more I record. But hey, I gotta hit those bad ones in order to be able to hit some good ones. So, you know, it is what it is. I have no regrets. I have nothing. I don't stop those episodes. I don't, you know, I put everything out, whether it's good or bad, because right now I feel like I have not, I'm not in the uh, position to really dictate what is good or bad because I'm not really, I don't really have the audience yet to be able to tell me that, for me to be able to understand that. And at the same time, I'm not sure that I would want to because once I get to a point where I feel like, I'm hitting episodes back to back, you know, fire in my own opinion. I wouldn't care at that point what people think. So in a way, I'm also not stopping the flow of what goes out because I'm still trying to find myself in my sound. Um, I feel like I still have a lot of work to do in in trying to find and figure out what I'm what my sound is in my podcast. You know, to me, this is my like I said, my passion. I love to talk and come on here and, and, you know, just vent and talk about random shit and give a voice, you know, be able to feel like my voice is going out there in the world and, and people are listening like that to me is just amazing. And, and it just, you know, fills me with fire inside. So so I don't care if I throw out episodes that, that to me personally don't hit, you know, for me, like I feel like they're trash or they're not top notch because right now I'm not so focused on I am focused on the quality, but not to the point where I'm going to stop myself. You know, like I'm not to the point where I'm just going to be like, oh, that was bad. Let me not put that out. Let me wait till it's good. Because guess what? I don't know when that's going to happen. You know, I got to I'm going to put it out there, let it marinate and just take that and, and learn from it instead. But I'm not going to withhold it. You know, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be as blunt and, and you know. As open as I can be, because that is what I'm preaching to you, to be open regardless of what my people may think. And, and you know, just do what makes you happy. So I'm putting it out there, even if me, within me personally, I don't see it up to par with what I want. I take it instead and just learn from it and take notes from it and understand, hey, I didn't like how they came out, but you know what, that's okay. I'm going to put it out there, but I'm a, next time I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, you know, do it differently. And that's all it is to it. It's a learning process. And that's with everything. So, again, I appreciate y'all coming with me on this journey. For those of you that are listening and staying tuned, one day, one day, we're going to have millions of listeners, million, millions of listeners tuning into this. And, you know, those of you that are listening right now, you'll be able to say, hey, I was one of the very first ones. And I will appreciate you for that. So, thanks, guys. Again, guys, I'm going to leave y'all there. But... I want to let y'all know I will have a special guest next week. We will be going over something very, very important and interesting that I personally am excited to talk about. So please stay tuned. It, if everything goes right, it'll be Wednesday. You know, Wednesday is usually the right time. I'm not 100% sure on the time, but I'm shooting for 8, as always. So Wednesday at 8, uh, you'll be able to listen then. You know, go Listen at anchor.fm slash the Noe Show. You can also go search me on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Podcasts, anything really that you can find podcasts. Go search the Noe Show more than likely. You'll find me on there. Go. I've got hundreds, uh, over 100 episodes that you can go back and listen to. 
you can go like to the very first one and see how I sounded as opposed to now. Compare it, you know, do whatever. I probably sound terrible, but we all started somewhere. So, yeah. But anyways, guys, I appreciate y'all for listening and, and you know, hearing me out. I love y'all as always. I hope y'all had a wonderful Wednesday, a wonderful day, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. All that good stuff. Stay safe out there, you know, wear a mask. Don't go out unless you need to. Be clear and, and stay, you know, a good distance from people and, and just protect yourself, okay? That's all you can do. And and just know I love you. All right, guys. I love y'all. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace.